Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks with the hottest takes of 2021. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2021. And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums. Tonight, we are doing a local Arizona episode. Both the artists we're reviewing are from uh, from our home state. Uh, we're starting off with Scale and Feather, uh, their new album, Age of Giants. And we'll conclude with By the Time I Get to Phoenix by Injury Reserve. Yeah, Arizona. Gotta be, like, top 50 state in the nation, you think? Oh, yeah, dude, we're easily top 50. Yeah. I mean, I'd even go as far as... I will stick with top 50. Yeah, I wouldn't go any higher than that. Thank God for Mississippi. <laughs> I will say, I was just in Nevada, and we kicked the shit out of Nevada. We do kick the shit <laughs> out of Fuck Nevada. We were Nevada's all just in gross. Nevada, actually. <laughs> what a nasty place. What a shithole state. What, yeah. Fuck if you're Nevada. from Nevada, I'm, I'm Get just out. really sorry. I, I really Run away! <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Scale and Feather, um, far and away the smallest band we've yes, reviewed. Yes, under a thousand uh, monthly listeners. Yeah. I actually, I found these guys, they posted uh, the link to this album on the Tucson subreddit. Oh shit. That's how nice. it is, well, guys. There we go. And, like, <laughs> I saw that, I'm like, oh hey, local band, and I listened to some of their old stuff, I'm like, fuck, alright, yeah, <laughs> let, let's do this. And so yeah, um, yeah, local Tucsonan post-rock, post-metal band Scale and Feather. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you guys have never heard of them before. Uh, no, I haven't. I had not. I've lived here for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived here for almost my entire life. <laughs> I was not familiar with uh, with the Arm and Hammer. What was it? Scale? Did you say Arm and Hammer? <laughs> Arm and Hammer. <laughs> Hastings and Hastings. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so, I mean, it's been established on the show. I'm a big fan of post-rock as a genre. Or, well, yeah. some, some parts of it. Um, I've reviewed some post-rock incredibly well, and I've been... Sp- Harsh on some. Post-rock. Oh shit! There's a scale and feather metery in Avondale. Oh, hmm. I wonder I if that's wonder the, if the same, same thing. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same. <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, hmm. that'd be cool. It's a medieval themed metery that I'm also makes music. No. I, I'm, I'm guessing no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna say that sounds like a fucking like wine business or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I I was excited from like I said the what little I heard to like check these guys out. Um, and one thing to add, whenever we do do a, you know, a really small artist like this, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta alter your expectations. At least I do a mm-hmm. little bit. Cause like, uh, I know like Dude, the dirty teen never disappoints <laughs> <laughs> except for those times when it does. Um, but yeah, like I know like they don't have access to all the same things that, you know, bigger artists have. Like I, I wouldn't say that I change my standards, but I definitely change my expectations. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's just going to be a difference between an artist that can have any guitar and any amp in the world that they want and a guy that's working with what he can afford, you know? Yeah. Like, you just know those are going to be oh, different. Oh, totally. I mean, if, and if you spend $6,000 on a guitar versus 3000 the music's going to be twice the quality. Every time. And that and that, uh, that continues linearly, by the way. Yeah, yeah so there's like no... There's at, the, at 000, anyone who thinks that there's an play. asymptote or, like, a, a de- de- decreasing, you know, like, expectation that... Yeah. They're, the guy they're that just, digs it's sour up, grapes. Uh, the guy that digs up Dimebag and pulls that Eddie Van Halen guitar out, he's going to make the best rock album ever. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good you are. If, you're, if your instrument costs a quarter of what that costs, then, yeah, it's just not going to be as good. It's math. <laughs> it's simple math. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, I, I didn't really know what to expect, um, but, I, but I was excited, and I said, like, there's definitely some issues with this album, but, man, I, I, I fuck with this album. I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah, I think uh, I, it's always hard for me going into post-rock too because it's such a kind of strange genre mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, and like I, I would almost like this. This sounds very different than like a, like a Godspeed kind of post rock or something. And I'm I'm not nearly well versed enough in those specific sub genres to to talk on it. So I, you know, I always kind of like I expect distorted guitars. I expect big walls of sound. And and yeah, I think for the most part, I pretty much got what I wanted out of this. Um, mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it a, a pretty decent amount. I liked to. Uh, I like the composition a lot. Um, honestly, for the the scale of this band, I mean, you know, less than a thousand listeners a month, it sounds really good. You know, the mix is really rough. I, it's, it's it's not that bad. Um, I I I don't agree with that. Like, I will say, like, I think it might even be higher on this album than you are, just because I love the songwriting, I loved the the compositions here, but there, this sounds the best on my car speakers and that's not necessarily a good thing uh, ben, what'd like you them. think um these vocals are rough <laughs> <laughs> these vocals are the hardest thing i've listened to in a long time <laughs> i'm glad that most of it was just instrumental because you were not a fan of the vocal style holy shit that was hard to listen to <laughs> I I didn't like them. I did not. I didn't like them. I mean, dude, I very much, but I definitely uh, like them more than you did. Yeah, dude, they were grating. <laughs> I, I thought they were fine. My eardrums have not been tortured like that in a long wow, time. I would definitely not go that far. No, I just was like, course. yeah, I'm not a particularly big fan of the style, but and like you know, like I I appreciate some rough vocals. Like I like liturgy. I like you know lingua gnota. Uh, but this to me was like grading in the worst possible way. Huh, man, that's that's weird. Like I I thought the vocals were good. I was like, yeah, yeah this was that was yeah for painful. me. I, I just like them just because I have like a style thing. Like yeah, I, I yeah. don't really care for this. I mean, it's it's definitely a a harsh style. But yeah, it, I thought they sounded to me harshness good. though. Like harshness has to have something else going for it. Like there has to be a reason for it and. And with this, it was just that I didn't see the value in the vocal style. To me, it just sounded like really painful. I mean, that's, that's, that's something I, like it's a genre thing to uh -huh. a degree, too. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of it, what it was for me is like, it goes so long before you actually do get to the vocals. Right. So like, I was like, it just like, oh, this is an instrumental album. Like I was fully expecting mm -hmm. that. Right. And then like the vocals come in, I'm like, oh, whoa. Yeah, Didn't well, yeah, it, it was a big shock. And at first, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, okay, this is, you know, that was surprising. Maybe I can get into it. But as it continued on, it just got like less and less palatable to me. And when it, like, you think, I think it was the, whatever, the second or third song when the vocal was first come. And then it goes in the next song and the vocal comes, fuck. I don't know. I just, I couldn't get past that part. And it's uh, got that boomer rock energy. Yeah, that was very boomer rock. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly can't do this kind of vocal intonation for real. So that's the best I could offer. Um, I thought the, I thought the composition was decent, and I thought the you know playing sounded generally you know professional and well done. I, but I can't really say the composition really um, interested me much. And yeah. One of, my, one of the, the things that I really liked like, consistently like throughout this this album was I just loved like the really like accented hit hits yeah. that the guitar would the, uh, the the guitar would hit like regularly throughout the album. I thought I thought like they were just, they were punchy enough um, for a recording of this quality. Yeah, um, they were punchy enough that it came through, 
And I love the guitar tone, the like the distorted guitar tone. Like I, it really gives it like an edge that I think really sets it off from other post rock. Like one that I would compare it to Brew, which I I think this is way better than Brew it. Um, it the the difference like the Godspeed influence on this album is very much there. I very much hear it. Um, but because of stuff like those big punchy accented hits because of that like really distorted guitar tone the really fuzzy sludgy sound i think it really helps kind of set it away from it and one thing that i did like that uh i didn't think happened enough on this album was when they would bring in like a third voice because it had like it had the clean guitar it had the distorted guitar but sometimes there'd be like strings or like some like ringing synth or something like that and i really wish there was more of that like give more voices and just different sounds and i think that really like helps it stand out in a in a good way yeah i think this album has it has something going on which is of course you know i would say pretty normal for you know local bands and stuff like that which is when definitely the more elements that are going at the same time the muddier the mix gets and so it's for me it was kind of at odds with that a little bit where I, I agree I think the the denser the composition got those were some of the best sections musically for me but then when it was the, the kind of stripped back zones those were the the production highlights for me where that's when you know the album sounded the cleanest had the most clarity to it and so I, I was kind of it's kind of fifty fifty and and I think you know all of that in the context of I I actually did enjoy it quite a bit so I, I think. For me, those things kind of balanced out pretty well for something that I would expect from a, a band of this size, you know? Yeah, honestly, like, really the only... The biggest things I w- would, like, say to Scale and Feather if they were to be listening to this, like, my biggest complaints about this album are just, like, you know, get more money. Like, like <laughs> you know, like, cleaner, better, like, production, like, having more tools at your disposal. Like, that. those are really the only thing, like, only major things I can think of that would really improve this album. And I really don't like saying like, you know, like being disrespectful to an album that, that is solved just with money. Like that's not fair to it at all. Like, yeah. Um, so, so despite those things like did bother me, like the, the low production quality, the, the mix being really muddy at times, like I, I do try to like kind of look past it and see like what is there, what are they doing here, and I think they're doing so much great stuff here. Like I th- like as I said before, I really like this the the songwriting and the composition. I think it just I think it flows immaculately with a couple of um a couple of exceptions. One of them towards the end of the album on um I think it was refract yeah it was refracted light as like like really like. There's like almost like no guitar and it's just like the like the high pitch synth for a long time. Yeah. That kind of came out of nowhere. That was um, that was that, the one moment a, that threw me a little bit yeah. too musically. Yeah, like that that was a bit of a sore thumb. But like, I mean other than that like the album composition's great. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's something we we need to spend an extra an extra second or two on there too because it's so easy to to get bogged down in some of those things like, like production. Yeah. The album composition is really good here. I think, I Mm -hmm. think, you know, track to track the flow of the album across the entire runtime is really, really listenable. I I think the, uh, how they kind of ebb and flow with the distortion and the cleaner sections and the energy on the album. And and even, even though Ben wasn't a big fan, when, when they brought the vocals and when they used them adds interest, I think, yeah, just composition start to finish as a complete album. Very well done. Yeah, and 
I I have one very post Rocky compliment uh, for for these guys. Like this album sounds simultaneously very long and very short. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there are times like when it when it's over, I'm like, man, that just blew by. But like when I'm in the middle of a book, like, I've been listening to this for three hours. I'm not even halfway done. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. And, like and I think that's a great compliment for poster. I think that's kind of like what. That style goes, mm-hmm. or yeah. not necessarily goes for, but it's like a result of that style done very well. I think it's an interesting kind of style as well because, to me, like a lot of a lot of genres, like like pop is all about the lyrics and the the hook, and you know, or like metal can be all about like the riffs and the energy and stuff. And and post rock is is in a weird spot where it's very much about like the texture and the ambience. It's all about the ambiance. But 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 really, because you know, yeah, yeah. But, you know the. Are, are there any, like, piano melodies on this album that are stand out and like, wow, I'm going to go back to the... No, but but everything that's written on here just contributes to building that overall just kind of, like, miasma of stuff happening yeah. that's yeah. so very, like, so very definitive of the genre. It's, it's a very well-done album in that regard, I Every think. Every time I've put this album, I've just found myself, like slowly like headbanging the <laughs> entire time like i like i can't stop like it's just it's that much of a vibe and that much of an ambience you have anything more to add ben you've been a little not quiet. particularly um i wish i'd gotten a little more out of it but for me it was just kind of a an overall stressful listen and not oh, not really in a good not one. in a good but not <laughs> okay. in a good way for me i just i don't know I, I couldn't get into it nothing really hit me that i hadn't heard before and just the Again, just though, even though the vocals are only there for a few songs, it's like I was always anticipating them around the corner. I'm like, oh God, will my eardrums be able to take it? <laughs> I am shocked you hate them that much. So, because I was going to they remind yeah. me a lot of Mare Cognitums. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I guess we just had totally different uh, experiences with it. I'm curious to revisit this album in a, you know, well, I guess less than a couple months. I, th- I think, but some- uh, to see if I have a different experience with it something else I want to touch on because because we did mention a lot of the, the production stuff I think something that was done really well on here is actually the the frequency balance in that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff where like maybe there's too much distortion on too many elements and so it gets muddy or maybe this needs to be ducked by that kind of stuff like you know or spatial separation like really nitty-gritty fine detail production stuff but I, I think uh, something I that I, I truly intend as a big compliment is like when I put this on, the, the frequency spectrum does not sound amateur in the sense that like I listen on very bright systems most of the time just because that's my preference and it sounds bright and it sounds very trouble forward how I come to expect and how I like it mm-hmm. and that's something that I think a lot of times on smaller productions they fuck up it just sounds like you threw a blanket over the whole mix where like because you know people like bass there's it, it, right and especially if you're I'm assuming you're working on you know less expensive equipment and so a lot of times you're trying to compensate by putting out more bass or trying to, to force some of those details and none of those mistakes happened here in, in that regard um you know there, there are no there are no amateur mistakes on the mixing on the production here there is stuff that like yeah i mean obviously there's not a multi-platinum recording engineer mixing this thing like no shit but but the mis- you know the I, I hesitate to even call them mistakes. That the stuff that doesn't sound amazing is just stuff that is really hard to get right. That you need yep. a really really good producer mm-hmm. for. There's there's no rookie mistakes on here, which is which is really good. You know, it's it's like yeah, I don't necessarily expect a band of this size to be putting out something that's going to compete with like Avenged Sevenfold sound quality. Yeah, no, God but no. but you know you can tell they took it seriously. They didn't just 
do mm-hmm. dumb things. They they made a, a pretty good mix with what they had going on. And so I, I appreciate that, that I can put it on on my system and like, yeah, the, it sounds how it should. So mm-hmm. that... One th- oh, yeah. one thing that I, I would have liked to seen on this album, it's actually, and it's a complaint we've had about a shitload of records lately, and I it's just um just more dynamics, you know, like yeah. just make the make the quiets a little bit quieter, make yep. the louds a little bit louder, especially in a genre like post rock that relies on these big crescendos and and stuff like that. Like I th- I think that's something that would really push this album over the top is just just giving us those big dynamic changes. Yeah, and that, and that actually does kind of remind me of one really cool musical highlight I wanted to to mention if Spotify would stop being a shit. I was on, I believe, New Towers. It may have been uh, Veil of Sedim. One of the, the one of the few last tracks. There's like a huge like uh, tempo shift towards the end of the track. Oh where it's just yeah, like, it's like building up, and getting faster and faster, and then it like hits this big this big moment and then it's just like really slows it down and i thought that was super cool and like i think if they had added just like an extra layer of like dynamic change to go along with that would have been so much cooler yeah i I actually i think for me the the moment i liked the most was just i thought on the second track the intro was fire and then when the main hit when everything came in also fire i loved the main hit on the second track like that was such a well well composed moment there i I thought that was really good Uh, yeah, Rise of the Nephilim is one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good track. Oh, uh, that and uh Antediluvian. I really yeah. liked the that that was like one of the songs that had like some like the high pitched like synth going on in the back and I really, really yeah. uh, really liked that. I, I like the like the super spacey synth sound with like the real deep guitar chords and it, mm-hmm. I, yeah. That's just such a cool texture. Yeah, no, I, I was a big fan of those of those two. And honestly, I was a big fan of this album in general. I definitely plan on you know, uh, you know, listening to these guys more like here, uh, scale and feather. I'm really excited to see, you know, what you do going forward. And if you're ever, you know, playing a show at the rock or something like, yeah, I, I would totally hire them to for that. your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a lot of money. It's a really good way for a wedding not to happen. <laughs> yeah. I brought a post rock screamo band to be the, <laughs> Yeah, it's no, a great Michelle way to get already, their music. Michelle out. has already nixed all my recommendations of Godspeed so. <laughs> <laughs> for the first dance, the entire F sharp, A sharp, <laughs> entirety of uh, of Dead Flag Blues. Oh, but yeah, no, I ranked this. Uh, I ranked this relatively well, actually, on on my list. There's, I don't remember exactly where I put it, but I know it was pretty dang high. Like there are a number of big name artists that are doing a lot worse than this this year. Oh yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I was. I was I was happy with this pick. This is a good one. Yeah, I, I was too. No one cares yeah. about your opinion. Uh, <laughs> what would you guys give this like out of ten? Um, I would. I would have to think about that because like, it's a tricky the, the one. The production issues do really drag it down for me when right. I look at it. You know, as sure. ambivalently as I can. But man, I did really love the uh, the composition's the, like the composition a seven, and but the, the production's like a four. It's not like a five, <laughs> you know? five or something. A six, let's say. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would. But, but, I would go higher, you, probably like a seven out of ten. I, I, I mean, and what do you, like? What do you think they spent on like all their like a few thousand bucks on all their I, record? I have zero less. idea. I mean, let's say it's three thousand. I mean, that means they're three thousand dollars away from being a twelve out of ten. <laughs> oh, well, there you I go. I was wondering where you were going with all this. <laughs> if you could just raise that extra three grand, you're gonna break the charts forever. Yeah, this would be better than like the Pink Floyd's. Like this would be <laughs> legendary. No, but yeah, I, I think I think even. Even with, you know, just standard, like, local band production, I, I would still give it better than a five. 
But uh, yeah, oh, then, absolutely. If you if you had if you had the, a full professional label production job on it, I'd probably give it like a seven, seven and a half. Well, I'm, I'm definitely glad we reviewed it. Um, I guess now I'm a, I'm in the camp of, of shitting on small artists. <laughs> Previously, I was not. I was uh, I was on the good side of all the. Uh, of the, of the small people in the music You've industry. You've really consistently been on the good side. I have, that. yeah. So now I guess that streak has come to an end. Now I'm the asshole of the week. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, Tar and Feather, good work. I appreciate that Scale you're making... <laughs> Whatever. Um, Damn it, Ben. We have one job, and that's like to get the artist's name right. You don't even have to pronounce it right. We're not that high. We haven't gotten to that level yet. All right, Hammer and Sickle, good work. Um, I appreciate you coming out with stuff and... Uh, Allowing us to, well, we didn't ask your permission, but uh, uh, allowing us to review your music and uh, maybe we'll get to see you someday. Yeah. This uh, brings us to um, Injury Reserve, I believe. Now they're out of Phoenix, right? Phoenix. Tempe, to be exact. Tempe. Oh, right, yeah, because they're, 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 they're from the different valley. <laughs> yes, I'm, well, I'm not from Phoenix, I'm from Mesa. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, before I get to Phoenix, yeah, these guys, I first learned about them, they had a mixtape, I think in like 2017, 2016, something like that, uh, called Floss, which is fucking fire, if you guys have not heard no, it No, this was my absolute first introduction to Ooh. Injury Reserve. Ooh. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, buddy. Uh, How about you? Have, you? have you heard these guys before? No. Okay. I will say, like, this is wildly different than everything I've heard from these guys before. So after, and I'm gonna guess that's not a surprise. Yeah, I was gonna say it's wildly different than anything I've heard. Period. <laughs> after I after I finished this album, I was like, I gotta go hear some of the older stuff. So I did go back and listen to some of the older stuff afterward. And yeah, this is out of bed with <laughs> the discography. <laughs> this uh, this sticks out a hair, um, just a little bit. Who this this album's a ride. It is. This is this guy is now winning my award for the album this year. That would benefit the most from a better mix, dude. Oh, this like, thing I is mean, hard to listen to. Yeah, this is hard to listen to, but this is trying to be really hard to listen to. Yeah, uh, but but this is the same complaint that I've always had for like you won't get what you want, where it's just like it's 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 one thing to be abrasive, it's another thing to be hard to listen to because say the vocals buried, and and that's my biggest problem here is it's like crazy frenetic IDM glitch beats off of this, but like. The vocals like buried under all that, and it's like that's not the way to achieve that effect for me. It just it drives me nuts that I have to like. If you want to be abrasive, be abrasive. But and maybe this is a personal preference thing, but I I don't. I mean, want, based off the scores on Write Your Music, that yes, yes, this is. I I do not want my ears to be tired listening to an album. If you want to achieve abrasive or something like that, you you can do it with the sound choices. You can do it with the composition, all of that kind of stuff. You can do it with the lyrics, but but I don't want to be straining the whole time to listen. Like, there's just no reason for that because you can achieve it. I mean, like, look at Lingua Ignota. That was abrasive as all hell the entire time, but it's not, it doesn't hurt your ears. You know, there's no reason to do that to achieve the same effect. And so it's just something, it's like, it's like the lowest form of achieving that effect. Like, oh, my mix is shit. Look how highbrow I am. Like, get out of here. I don't think they're doing that at all. I see. I didn't. I mean, I, I, had, I agree with you that it's hard to listen I hadn't, to. I, had, I didn't have any of those experiences at all. At all. You thought you found the vocals buried? 
That's yeah. how you're describing. Okay. At times I they are, but I really didn't have that experience. That's and, coming from Ben, and Eric. I certainly didn't. Well, well we I, all know I also that ben don't understand. Hear. I also can't hear. <laughs> Eric says the, ben says the lyrics are buried when there's literally nothing else but the lyrics. Oh, the uh, anyway. Yeah, it, this yeah. album sounds like there's a blanket over it. Like exactly the thing that I said that scale and feather didn't mess up. These mm. guys messed up a hundred percent. God, I, I disagree so hard. I, like I agree it's, with some things you're saying, but I definitely I, disagree. I just didn't. With that. I, yeah, it's almost like you're listening to two different things because I, I just didn't have that experience at all. I, and you said they were trying to be abrasive and harsh. I, I didn't really get that either. I, I, I got haziness, but I think haziness is precisely what they were going for here. So I, I, I thought as far as production goes, I thought they knocked it out of the park. I, I do agree with some of the things Eric said, but I'm definitely more in your camp. Yeah, I, I, I loved the, the way the vocals worked. Um, I, I do think they yeah. uh, there are times where they go a little too far and they are a mm-hmm. little too buried, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree with you. And for me to like kind of you know say my point, I'm honestly putting this album in the tier like with like soundtracks for the blind and like Neptunian maximalism, where it's like it just breaks my brain. Yeah, like <laughs> the entire time I just I have no fucking idea what I'm listening to. Yeah, and like I like I just struggle to comprehend anything whenever i hear this it's pretty wild <laughs> yeah like really? i mean i just i didn't have that experience at all it just sounded like bad mix discount death grips to me like oh that is ooh, that's man see i definitely obviously drew some death grips comparisons because i've listened to death i've grips. listened to yeah no but of the few songs i have like it's it's you know it's out there experimental hip-hop but but this to me is very distinct from Oh yeah, from what, I will, from what I, Death Grips can, sounds like. Since we're on Death Grips, I was, this is the only time I've ever heard something that made me go like, damn, this is like Death Grips. Because <laughs> <Right. like, laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I don't really care for a large portion of, dis, of Death Grips discography, but one thing I will always give them credit for is they are without a doubt the most unique band I've ever heard. Mm, yeah. And, and like, I mean, there have been, you know, a generation of SoundCloud rappers trying to emulate what Death Grips did, and it's all total garbage. But, like, Death Grips somehow make it work. And this is the first time I'm like, they're kind of doing the same formula, kind of, and it actually works. Yeah. I've been, you know, playing the heel a little bit here. I Like, I haven't, I didn't rank this terribly or anything like that, but, yeah, for me, I just... I, I feel like there's a bit of a flaw in the concept almost in that if you're going for like a hazy sound, then like glitched out IDM style beats are just, it's kind of rough because you're, you're taking something that's supposed to be super tight and pokey and mixing it with this super washed out haze. And for me, it just, the the glitchiness and the, the stutteriness and the, the, the choppiness of the beats take away from being able to just haze out mm-hmm. and the just hazing out takes away from the clarity of the production and it's like there are there are elements of I I, it, I see what's going on but it just doesn't I would agree with you if if I felt that it was super glitchy and like there were some glitchy elements but like glitchy is certainly not the word that came to my mind when I heard it like I felt like and I do get where you're saying I just think i just perceived it differently than you did and yeah and to no, me, I, the, the, I, i'm with you ben eric the, the stuttering well, you're not wrong at all but i just the stuttering <laughs> i just don't nature, i think was somehow incorporated really well with the haziness i thought it i thought it melded <laughs> amazingly well and, together and i'm like it's the the contrast of those two completely different things well, that what I think like, how did they pull this shit so off but they yeah. did like with flying colors and, and I, i'm impressed yeah. uh no i, I am with this album this is 
this is a definitely a contender for album of the year for me. I'm debating putting it in the bucket. I'm debating. Oh, it's in the bucket for me. I, again, I don't know if it's it, going to win, be, but it's in the bucket for sure. It might be for me. Yeah. I have not bought it on vinyl yet, but I am debating. Okay. <laughs> Dude, this thing it sounds so bad on vinyl. This would sound like absolute horseshit <laughs> on vinyl. There's already like 800 vinyl sims on their mix. There's no need to get the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this would sound heinously bad on vinyl. Uh, just like Death Grips also sounds heinously bad yeah, on vinyl. Yeah, that's expected, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me when you take away one of the biggest strengths of Death Grips, it sounds less good? Sounds like shit. What? what? <laughs> but, um, I swear I won't mention Death Grips anymore. But yeah, like, and there's also, uh, getting back into the album, though, there's, um, I don't know if you guys know, but one of the members of uh, Injury Reserve died, I think, uh, early last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then, so, but most of the album was recorded, uh, before that. So he is still, he's, he's on the album. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's still on Shit. the album. Um, but not all of, uh, not all of the, the songs, uh, were, I know like some of them, like, um, like, uh, knees, I'm pretty sure was written afterwards okay. and like, and, uh, I think postpartum, yeah, post, post uh, no, uh, top picks for you is the one I was thinking of where it's, okay. cause it's like about like, like he's oh. not here, but like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's damn. Yeah. I didn't realize. That. Yeah, well, that's well, dark. Now I feel a like really an dark album got even darker. Those were the two tracks that I liked the best. Well, I mean, good songs. I would say they're incredible. They're all like, I mean, knees is my favorite song on here. Knees um, is fucking hilarious. Knees is so fucking good. Yeah, like all these songs are good for me. Uh, the ones that stood out were uh, the first track, outside and post postpartum, were uh, were definitely my standouts, but. I, Everything was good here. I, I mean, also I, really loved the closing song by Storm. Dude, the closing is great. The, such a good, so closing. good, yeah, so good. And yeah, uh, this album is really difficult for me to talk about because it's tough just, to describe. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really I mean, uh, like it's 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 glitchy, electronic, hazy, brutal at times, really fucking dark. Yeah, and this album yeah. just sound, it sounds like it was recorded on Mars. I mean, it, I mean, it was recorded in Phoenix, which might as well it's be not, fucking Mars. Not too far away, but man, this is the, NASA like... NASA runs simulations there. This so is the know. most, like... They were done listening as I felt physically hot. Like, it was, <laughs> it was that level of just kind of transcending sound and just becoming a... I don't even know, man. This album was crazy. The Phoenix, Arizona experience. It was, dude. I mean, I, I'm sure that has something to do with it, you know? Yeah. I mean... Uh, for me like the first time i heard this i was like man i fucking love this second time i heard it's like maybe i don't know about this third time i heard it like i okay I'm, i've stopped trying to guess how i feel yeah this, like i don't understand this i don't know what's happening to me i Dude, this I, one for I, me it was like, uh at first it was uh, kind of incomprehensible and then uh the more i listened to it the more i realized i liked it so it, it was definitely a bit of a cur learning curve for me but uh after i had that like initial dip after yeah. on my second listen it's just been going uphill yeah. from there yeah, it keeps growing on me. Yeah, it's it it really sounds like nothing else I've ever heard. Yeah, I really before. can't liken this to anything. Like, like Death Grips uh, well, is the I, fucking closest. But there, you know what? On um on one part of this, um, I got a bit of like that Lucretia Dalt album. Uh, let me see what. Well, that's just all the tape emulators. It? Yeah, I was like, it I was. See that. It was one particular moment in a song. It wasn't like the whole thing, but there was one moment where they kind of had that thing where it's not really a linear beat or yeah, no, there's yeah. no real beat, but there's definitely a rhythm. And mm -hmm. uh, and there was one part that kind of was very similar to that that Aaron Dillaway, Lucretia Dalt album. But but in general, I think um, there is the similarity that there's no, I shouldn't say there's none, but a lot of the album is 
it's not really a time signature, but at the same time, it is pretty uh, st- structured. It's yeah. not just you know wishy washy in the air. It's you know it's definitely a a coherent beat. As far as analyzing how the bars are delivered, I don't even know how to do that. But uh, there's definitely a structure there. I don't know what it is, but there definitely is one. And even like the like the stuttering sections, especially the first track. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's so cool. It's so like, cool how it fits in. I with think the, it's on like the instrumentals Superman, and it's uh, Superman that. Yeah. Um, Superman that or Superman that. Anyway, Superman song. Yeah, Superman that. Um, where it sounds like the backing tracks like being fast forward, yeah. while he's like going on over that, right? It's like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because because with that one, the uh, the frenetic, you know, instrumentals are just go going crazy, and then they like, ain't no saving me, and then and it's yeah. like it feels like the chorus is on a time signature that's like. 40% as fast as what's going on <laughs> behind it, but it works. And like that's there's so many moments on this album that are like that. Dude, the third song has a chorus that straight up sounds straight up sounds like fucking Jar Jar Binks. And it works. <laughs> yeah. This is this is another one. Like you could say almost anything about the zombie like, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell it. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I I totally understand people that don't like this because I mean, and it doesn't surprise me that much that Eric doesn't like this because um, like a lot of like kind of like what you look for in, in hip hop, especially like is absolutely non-existent on this album. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is it's in that weird spot where it's not hitting any of the stuff that I enjoy in hip hop, but it's also either not executing well enough or not going far enough in the direction of weird music that I like. This is you so want it to be weirder? This is so fucking weird. <laughs> it's it's weird, but it's not Giant yeah, it, Claw or it's not Aaron Giant Lucy Claw, weird. It's not know? Giant Claw. I, yeah. when, when I listen it's, to weird music, kind, I listen to weird close. music. It's close, though. You know, you know who else I got other than Death Grips? I got, like, some JPEG Mafia vibes on this, too, yeah. a little bit. I, um, Clipping would probably be another. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know say. Clipping well enough to Cl- really. Uh, more of Clipping's earlier stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're much more, like, industrial, I guess, I'd say. But um, yeah, I, I got some. Sounds so good. Dude, the sound is <laughs> so good. good. It, like I said, it totally breaks my brain, and I really don't know how I would rate this. But damn, like yeah, I I don't even know what to say. I mean, uh, listen to this. Uh, album. Listen to this album. I mean, because we're not going to do it justice. But um, one interesting thing about this is, um, you know, with most rap albums, you'll kind of get um, the you learn the story or the character or or the vocal you know style of the rapper itself and with this it's like at the end of the album it's like i feel like i barely even know <laughs> any of these guys but that's kind of the point it just the, the the vocals are so like meshed in with the overall experience that you mm-hmm. don't really you don't get to isolate the vocals first of all they're not rapping on top of a beat it's it's this <laughs> total batshit interplay and uh i kind of like that about it. it's like i listen to them like first of all like I don't even know how many guys. I guess it's two guys rapping, right? But like, I think there's could, three. Okay, it's like it could be five. Like I wouldn't know. <laughs> like that's how <laughs> that's how well it just all. I mean, it just totally breaks my Definitely mind. Definitely got and, that Hobo Johnson off the beat thing going. <laughs> Blueface baby. That is one comparison I did not expect to be made tonight. I was. I mean, it's only like true in the sense that they both go off the beat a bit. Right. Um, right. But like with Hobo Johnson's, like he's just like. Like not on the beat at all. Not giving a shit. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, with these guys, it's like there is no beat. Fuck you. What do you want yeah, from me? Yeah, what do you expect? There's not. There's no rules in there. Yeah. There's no there rules. Are... Put your shirt back on. There's one rule. <laughs> yeah. 
this was i kind of want to talk about individual songs here because i feel like see i don't have enough to say like okay. individually because i also don't have my notes with me so that's part yeah, of it that's fair um uh, I did also really love uh, the Z Loopers feature on it. That's yeah, San dude, Francisco. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Like I said, I loved. That. It was a great feature. Again, like, it was really. There's good. no reason that should work, but it does. I really like uh, Ground Zero and uh, Smoke Don't Clear. Gene, <laughs> put, put towers up everywhere. <laughs> Jesus, that was actually a, a reference to the vaccine becoming more and more spread throughout society. Oh, duh. Yeah, I mean, the, the, <laughs> clearly, the, big brains. Uh, the metaphors over. are a bit ham-fisted at times in this album, but <laughs> there was a cool uh, uh, part in Wild Wild West where they do like the high-pitched uh, vocal effect. It really reminded me of uh, the Quasimodo stuff off Mad Villainy. Was uh, this Wild Wild West better than Will Smith? Hell Wild no, dude. Wild Will West? Smith is still the best rapper. <laughs> <laughs> the first Grammy. <laughs> Remember really? Will Smith won the first Grammy? Did he really? Yeah, they didn't even recognize Hove until Annie. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I, I, I just, like, I'm just not even going to respond Eric to that and I one, just had a moment, I think. <laughs> I'm just not going to respond to that one. But um, You fucking set us up for that. I know. It's your fault. I, you balled that sucker. I, Jesus. I know, I know. I only have myself to blame. <laughs> Dude, post postpartum is the shit. That song is so fat. The pockets on that song are so fat. And that's one other really cool thing about this album is you know some of it doesn't really have a a recognizable you know beat structure, but there are parts that absolutely do. Like the second part of of outside where it it just you you get all Dude, the hints. Dude, I love oh, it's so that good. Part. Oh, I it's forgot so about good. that. Oh, I love that part with the beat. Oh, you comes get all in. the yeah, where the beat comes in and then just is steady. Oh, it's so good. God, oh, now I, I, need, I, I need to go listen to, go to, that song listen to this again. again. I think, but God damn. but uh, I man, about post that. postpartum. Oh my God, it's so fat. It's I need to read it's so own. just jazzy and. And that's the one, um, like, real, like, textural shift. Like, every, the whole album is, like, really hot and red and just it's this big inferno. But post-postpartum actually kind of breaks that and goes into uh, this kind of, like, dark blue, black, rainy, kind of just sprinkly percussion. And it's got some really cool jazz influences on it. And, oh, so the, so I, good. Uh, I wanted to mention this at some point. The, the album art looks yep. like if uh, The Thing was shot in Phoenix. Dude, it totally does. <laughs> I was trying to place what it reminds me of. That's that's it. This the reminds me of yeah. deep fried memes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is a deep fried. This is what this album is deep this fried. Is when you take a rap album, deep fry it twelve times. This, <laughs> yeah, this is what album comes is straight up. up deep fried. Take a soul beat at IDM percussion and run it through a bit crusher. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, the, God, this this album is ridiculous. This album is. I don't even know if I'd say like this album's like forward thing because I don't even know what this is. What direction is this yeah, album I don't know looking? What I don't know. It's going. Is it even looking in direction? It's looking into the fifth dimension. That's what it is. Look, it, like this is. I think these guys just—they probably just hung out a bun- under a bunch of five G towers, and like this is what happens when an artist does that for a week. Yeah. They're able to come up with this. They just were chilling under five G towers, snorting the marijuanas. No, nah, dude, you just get high off the five G itself. Damn. Go sterile, you know. <laughs> worth it for this album. Dude, if, if this is the output, it's Fucking that's a trade it. I'm willing to make. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I had more to say because dude, I, I think uh, this album deserves so, a couple hours of commentary, but I just don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's so hard to talk about. You guys are just way more interested in this album than I am. Yes. I feel yes. bad for you. 
Yeah, I you, actually, you don't get to enjoy. You don't this, get to. Man. I, I do actually kind of feel a little bit. I'm not like I'm not saying your take is. No, your take isn't but, wrong at all. I totally understand. I do it. feel bad for. You. I wish you could enjoy this like we do because this is. Yeah, it's just really cool stuff. It just doesn't bring anything that I tend to typically like in music to the table. Yeah, but how would you even know? Because like this is different than like yeah. it's like this is what I like in music, and then you hear this album is like I'll have to revise that list because this is <laughs> I, I didn't consider these bullet points. Yeah, I, I, I never I didn't know this was an option. <laughs> See, man, that I mean that's maybe that's another thing. Like it doesn't sound that wildly out there to me. We've listened to the same like two hundred albums these past two years. What have we heard that's like even remotely like this? It's, it's it's not so much that we've heard an album that sounds just like this album, but it's more like I've heard all the ingredients that went into the stew. So I'm not surprised when I got the stew. I mean, yes, I've heard the same notes over and over again in my life. Like, I know why like, is everything the same? Fucking fifteen notes is yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah, we Why should, can't we should be, dude. We should be moving beyond that. Where the hell what? is E double flat? Where's H, man? Where's dude, H, dude? It's because musicians are fucking lazy and they, they just follow the formula. I think it's just musicians can't count higher than twelve. Yeah, dude. Like it's everything can be made on a computer these days. Got to go to Berkeley and get that unlock that fifteen note scale. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, yeah, I've I've heard you know crazy IDM. I've heard abstract industrial hip-hop before i've heard jazz before i guess <laughs> yeah there, there is some jazz here yeah like I, i've heard these things too but like not like this before i don't know man i maybe i've listened to too much soundcloud rap or something it just it didn't <laughs> I mean, surprise that's your own, me that's your own problem <laughs> this I, sounds better than anything that ever came out from soundcloud except maybe death grips i don't know i'm not my memory is not i haven't been on soundcloud recently enough to know but yeah, I, I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't quite shock me like it surprised you guys. I'd say shock is the right. Yeah, I don't word. know if it shocked me, but it it was definitely an experience, and I'm glad yeah. I I got to have it, and I will continue to have it because I can keep listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, yeah, recommend this one. Yeah. Recommend both of these tonight. Um, Ooh, one one cool little moment. Um, I wanted to mention before we move on, but uh, in Footwork in a Forest Fire, uh, in the chorus, where it goes like, you gotta stop, drop, and roll. Like, the word roll, it sounded like it had like a vibrato effect, but I honestly couldn't tell if that was actually done uh, organically or if there was an effect, which was kind of cool. I'm sure it was an effect, but it was like... There was probably some actual... like organic singing that goes oh, oh absolutely it, but, but uh, it was just a cool moment because it, it clearly didn't sound like auto-tuned uh, 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 or, but it also like didn't sound totally I don't know I just thought it was a cool little and moment that's, a, that's another thing on something like there is the occasional like splash of something that sounds normal Right. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like what well, you're saying. That's what I like about it. Like there are times it brings you back to something recognizable. There's times yeah. with four four beat structure. There's times with you know a little more traditional instrumentals. Like which was cool. I thought just the just the immense amount of variety um, on this album while maintaining that just batshit crazy you know Martian haboob of a sound. <laughs> <laughs> Got to use an Arizona term in there for you. There you go. These guys definitely did Arizona proud. They did, dude. But. Does that mean the Phoenix beats Tucson? Is that what this means this week? In this one particular instance. Yeah. I hate to say it. Tonight, Phoenix beats Tucson. Well, <laughs> technically, it's Tempe beats Tucson. Oh, you're right. And, you know, oh, you saw ain't Phoenix. no pity for the kitties. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that billboard. I, that billboard. I went to the U of A, I and that I love that billboard. never goes down. <laughs> it's the funniest shit. Like, it's been up for like three years now, it's and great. every time I drive by it, I still laugh. Like, 
I hope it's just going to be better is whatever ASU does to us this year. Oh, God, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. They're ranked. We haven't won a game, you know? <laughs> we did keep it close against Oregon for a little bit. Just enough to make yeah. Ben lose 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, just enough. <laughs> Thanks, Arizona. Bear down. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> There's anything I've learned about Arizona football over the years is they will always disappoint. They will you. always disappoint, even when you yeah when you want them to lose, they will still <laughs> disappoint by being better. I, I can't remember what, it, but it was a few years ago we were watching uh, U of A in a bowl game, and I don't remember like who we were playing. I think this was like senior year of college, and I was uh, we were at like some friend's house, and like I wasn't paying attention. People were like, well, Brand, Brand, why are you watching?" He's like, "I don't want to watch Arizona football because I know how it ends." They're like, "No, you don't." I'm like, "Yes, I do. We're getting our ass kicked right now. We're going to make a big comeback and then blow it at the very last second." And that is exactly what happened that game. And I'm like, "I literally told all of you guys this like a half hour ago." Is that when they played Purdue? Yeah, actually, yeah, that was when we was played Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, they were kicking our ass in the first half, and then we like brought it all the way back to like a three point lead, and we're like about to get a touchdown and throw a pick, and the game's over. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like I was fucking, Arizona football. I move fucking all told time. all of you. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, that we, that went off on a weird tangent there at the very end, but um, yeah, check both of these out. These these did. These were both really, really fucking good, in my yeah, opinion. It, I, I think One both of these albums, albums is really fucking good. I, I think they're both well worth a listen. And that brings us to the end. Please come back uh, next week. Uh, next, we'll be listening to um, uh, Volume 1 Feminine by Wild Up and Julian Eastman. Julius. Julius Eastman. Sorry, it's wrong in the it's wrong in the <laughs> Discord chat. That's okay. He's bad. dead. It doesn't matter. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a fun one. I was like, yeah, I don't have a follow up. And um, the other album we, we, we will be listening to is a, big, uh, a Beginner's Mind by Sufian Stevens, I believe is how it's pronounced. Um, yeah, so um, come back for more fish titties next week. Fish titties! Fish titties. Is that the third or fourth time? Dude, it's the fucking second time. How the hell do we have two albums of fish titties? That's Dude, crazy. At least three. Esau Trillium. Is it three? What was the other one? Yeah. Which one? Esau Trillium. Yeah. Isak, Sufian, and who? Wait, no, no. What was the, the other maximalism. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, were those technically fish titties? Because they, they were like were human fish women, squid monster. Titties. Yeah, yeah. But but the, weren't the titties just like titties? They weren't attached to it. No, a no. Bead. They were also titties on the fish yeah. monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's three albums with fish titties, dude. That's fucking. Twenty twenty one is the year of fish titties. Year of fish titties, apparently. We have to make a tribute song called Fish Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, on that delightfully professional note, uh, we, we'll call it a night. No other uh, music reviewer is bringing you the truth about fish titties. <laughs> <laughs> and there's shocking abundance in modern music. I, uh, I'm going to end it right there. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>